everybody and welcome to Nathan on Shuffle and to my latest new album Spotlight. This is the series where I talk about new albums that are released, big kind of names in the prog world and give my take on their new album. And so today we're covering the new Flower Kings album by Royal Decree, which I've been super excited to talk about. It's a big sprawling double disc album from one of the big modern day luminaries of the progressive rock scene. And they're one of my favorite bands of all time, one of the bands that really got me into Prague back when I was first exploring the genre. So, you know, my origin story, as I've talked about a few times now, is that I got a baseline of Prague from my dad. The bands he loved in the 70s were Genesis, Yes, and Gentle Giant. From there, I seeked I sought out my own prog music and came across Transatlantic, which led me to the bands that make up Transatlantic, which led me to getting a copy of The Light by Spockspeard and Back in the World of Adventures from the Flower Kings. And so that began my path through the Flower Kings catalog, starting with their first album, and now we're here to their latest. So this is their 15th studio album. Um, so they have quite an illustrious long career now with quite an expansive discography because not only do they have 15 albums but several of them are double albums or just really long albums that take up the whole length of a CD. Um, so they have a ton of music under their belts. Reina Stoltz, who's the main mastermind behind the group, who writes most of the material and has always been the consistent backbone. Uh, just has so much material that's pouring out of him and it comes out in such a great way and I just love the Flower Kings and their vibe. They're of course a group from Sweden and they really master this kind of classic symphonic prog style where it sounds like it has influences from all the classic bands you love, Genesis, Yes, all of that. Um, but they also bring in their own fresh sound that gives it a unique flavor and brings in some new added influences from the worlds of jazz um, and different places. So it really adds quite an, a, a stew of things to this pot that makes for a very interesting and eclectic band that I really love and appreciate. So they've kind of had a revolving door of different musicians and things that come and go. Uh, they have a few members that have been pretty core members that have stuck with them um, throughout their time period. Um, but for this release we have of course Reina Stolt on vocals and guitars, Hossi Froberg on vocals and guitars who's been long-standing member of the Flower Kings. He's kind of like baked into their sound at this point. We have Zach Kamens on keyboards. Uh, Michael Stoltz returns on bass, um, who's kind of an original older member of the Flower Kings coming back. Um, Jonas Reingold also takes bass duties. They kind of split them up with um, jo Jonas Lindbergh as well coming to do bass on, on a track. So three different bass players throughout the album. And then Mirko DeMau on drums. And also kind of getting a helping hand from Hase Brunison. Uh, who does a lot of percussion and sounds for the group, who kind of a major figure of their classic period is coming back to give a lot more flavor and spice to a lot of these tracks. So it's quite the lineup. They've had this kind of, you know, fairly consistent lineup since Waiting for Miracles came out. Um, this and then Islands came out after that, and now we have By Royal Decree. So it's kind of a trilogy of albums with this new lineup and this new kind of ref refreshed version of the group. And all three albums are kind of similar. They're structured all as double albums. They're big and sprawling uh, packages. 
there's no epics to be found but a lot of expansive you know symphonic prog that you'd expect that sounds like classic flower kings but has some modern influences in places and so it just it really personifies the group and what they do well so the latest album is by royal decree as i've been saying uh, i got the vinyl in just this week so i'm really excited a uh, really great package it's like it's on three different lps so it's quite quite a package here a lot to dive into and to digest and that's probably one of the first points i want to talk about is that this is a big double album so it's kind of difficult to really take it all in you know on a first listen it's just there's so much material and it's hard to really categorize it in my brain and to really let it sink in it's just it kind of washes over you and it's like wow i liked what i heard but it's it's hard to really nail down what exactly the different songs are and what these pieces are and to really kind of dial down into the nitty-gritty of what it's, these tracks are um so it took me quite a few listens on this album to really get into it and to really start to understand the music and start to be able to structure it out in my head and to distinguish certain tracks from others and to really have a better grasp of it so it took me a bit of time but it was a fun experience because i love their sound i love the flower king's music and so any new music from them is always going to be a treat for me and this album kind of feels like a walk through kind of their history um, but it's all new music you know but it has a lot of touchstones from throughout their catalog in fact i heard that Royna stolt uh, took several older pieces of music to build upon for the, for this album stuff that even comes from before the flower kings um just older classic material that he kind of compiled and and brought together for this album so i think that contributes to the fact that it really feels old school and they also recorded it with analog um, which also kind of promotes that old school mentality. I think that's kind of the mentality that Roy Stoll is in right now. He wants to sound very retro. He wants to really go back to what made the classic Flower King sound and bring that into the modern era. And I think it really succeeds on this album. There's just so many touchstones to classic Flower Kings that for a fan like me, it's like little Easter eggs that you kind of uncover. Like, oh, that's a little callback to that thing. Or, oh, that sounds a lot like this album. And for me, I love that kind of stuff because it kind of creates this greater continuity throughout the catalog and is fun to uncover as a fan some people could say maybe it's being derivative and like hearkening back too far into your past and you know not doing something new and inventive but really relying on on past laurels but to me i think it's it's a fun way to to approach it because there's still unique elements you know it's not all just a copycat of their old catalog there's definitely new and fresh stuff coming in the mix but they pepper in just enough of these kind of reference points to just excite you as a, as a long-term fan i think it's the perfect blend and balance of those things so the only disappointment really coming into this album is i was hoping there would be an epic you know, I think that's kind of a common refrain I've heard from different people that really what they excelled at in their classic period was really constructing these beautifully composed epics like The Stardust We Are and I Am The Sun and The Truth Will Set You Free even. These are just masterfully put together epics that they really excel at. And on these last few albums, they've really gone away from the epic. They've decided to focus more on shorter, more compact pieces. And you could kind of view it like almost a conceptual album where a lot of the pieces can kind of piece together and you could almost kind of create your own mini epics as you combine different pieces especially like for example the last like 
three or four songs on the final disc, you can almost kind of compile into its own little epic. Um, but you kind of have to do the work yourself a little bit. And I'd like it if it was packaged a bit more as the typical epic feel. I think the last major Flower Kings epic, um, I'm thinking of Numbers from Banks of Eden as kind of one of their big ones. They did have Tower One on, on Desolation Rose, kind of a shorter epic. Um, but I feel like that's kind of missing in this newest era of the group. I really like when they do that. But it's a small complaint because what I get instead is so, so great anyways. You know, it's such a feast to have all this great music to really digest. And I, I'm one of the few that, I don't know if it, I'm one of the few, but I'm I'm one that's kind of happy to get as much material as I can. You know, some people talk about like, oh, there's too much filler. There's too much stuff here. They could have like pared this down into one compact, perfect album if they just took kind of the best stuff and put it all together. But to me, more is never enough. You know, I want more. I want to hear all that they worked on and all that they did. And what I love may not be what someone else loves as much. So everyone's maybe single disc version of the album would be completely different. And some people would take away tracks that I absolutely adore and wouldn't want to go without. So to me, it's kind of the best of all worlds to have all the tracks here at my disposal. If I want to like make my own amended one disc version or make a new mix of it, I can do so. Um, but you get all the material to play with and, and it's all really fascinating and fun. And there's just so many great pieces. It's really difficult to like go through the whole album and talk through each track because there's so many tracks on this, on this thing. There's 18 different tracks broken up into two discs. But there's a lot of standouts. The Great Pretender that opens disc one is just a perfect Flower King song. You know, it just has all the hallmarks of what they're great at. Total vintage sound and style. Strong vocal from Mahasi Froberg. Um, kind of reminds me almost going back to Desolation Rose and the opening track of that album. How it just kind of jumps right in and, and gets you into that world. Um, you know, there's no extended intro with a lot of, you know, instrumental stuff going on to lead you into the track. It just jumps right into it, which I think is, is fun. You know, it gives that kind of burst of energy right at the front. You're right into it. You know, you're, you're coming in right as it's going. And I think that's a cool feel for this album. World Gone Crazy has some funky stuff going on, funky guitars and keys. A uh, great upbeat track with a lot of kind of fun and interesting per uh, percussion and a jazz kind of centric vibe. Um, I think one of the unsung heroes of this album is is the keyboards by uh, Zach Kamens. I, I love his work on this. He has so many cool sounds. It feels so classic and vintage, but also just quirky and fun and really gives that Flower Kings vibe. I think that's something that stood out to me is all these different keyboard sounds and different keyboard vibes. I really love that stuff. Blinded is such a great song, one of the longer pieces of the album. There's some great saxophone playing um, from Rob Townsend. Kind of gives me vibes of some of the jazzier stuff like on uh, Unfold the Future or a little bit of Space Revolver as well. Um, there's even little touchstones I hear in the music of maybe harkening back to Garden of Dreams. Um, I love the spacey keyboards in here. The epic nature of the ending is one of the highlights of the record to me as it just keeps building and building in intensity. And you hear that like epic 
you know, guitar soloing from Roina Stolt. Just really, really beautiful stuff. And then we get into A Million Stars, which they released as a single. Um, really kind of beautiful, ballad-esque, Flower Kings epic stuff that you'd expect from the group. Um, has kind of a Stardust We Are kind of vibe to me. Uh, moves along in that quality. I do feel like this track maybe is a bit over long at times you know I feel like there's kind of a natural stopping point halfway through but then they kind of keep going with it for another three or four minutes and you know it repeats a lot of the same things that you've heard but it's beautiful so it's not much of a complaint you know there's beautiful like backing vocals and they really get expansive and, and it gets really deep and spacey and I really like that stuff um, but I just wondered if if that if, if we were looking at things to cut and to kind of tighten up, that could be a moment. Um, but there's some great tracks. I like the ending of the disc one with Peacock on Parade, which is a really fast-paced, fun, mostly instrumental track. Um, kind of, I'm almost reminded of some of the stuff from Absolute Universe by Transatlantic. I think he was in a similar mindset when he crafted a lot of his material that he contributed to that album. Um, so that kind of vibe comes through for me and then revolution is one of the one of the highlights of the album as well just really has this kind of regal almost classical sound at the beginning with harpsichord style keyboard and a flute sound um really has some great guitar work um like i said some somewhat of a classical feel things slow down a bit for an emotional section that's fronted by hossie froberg's vocals we get a reprise of a million stars and then it just really ends in epic grand fashion, a great conclusion to the first half of the album. It was released as a single and video, so I really have always liked this track, but it really stood out here as I was listening through. And then disc two comes in, which I think is even more fun and more varied than the first disc. I think it's probably the disc I prefer if I was comparing the two. Um, starts out with Time the Great Healer, which is more great fun bouncy prog, with a little bit of a jazzy uh, backdrop. I really like that one. Letter is a fun, different kind of track for them, more of a fun kind of poppy prog piece. Kind of has almost a bouncy kind of Beatles style quality to it. A little bit of a Truth Will Set You Free callback in the lyrics. I like and appreciate that. Uh, Evolution is another just super symphonic prog instrumental that's just total prog bliss for me totally my favorite stuff i love this track it's very prominent with the keyboards once again very much in that classic kind of stardust we are style that i really love from the group um moth is a beautiful song that features Roina's voice over piano really pretty and haunting leading into kind of this suite of songs to my mind starting with the big funk and leading out through Funeral Pyres, just some fantastic material that is all really strong, some great musical passages. You know, they, they're not afraid to kind of dial it back and do some more extended soloing and, and lighter feels to certain parts of these passages, but it has this kind of grand and epic feel to it. I really love it. Shrine is a short kind of piano melody from Zach Kamen's, which is excellent as well. Beautifully written. I really love that leading right into the big epic finale of Funeral Pyres, which I really love and has a little bit of a funky vibe to parts of these tracks, um, but great prog flourishes, some great extended playing, some soloing from Roina Stolt, 
great epic ending with great expressive vocals from Ozzy Froberg. Just a really beautiful album all in all, and I really appreciate it and give this my full stamp of approval. Where it fits within the larger discography of the Flower Kings is tough to say at this moment. I am going to do a Flower Kings ranking where I'll actually answer that question, um, but I do think it's a solid album. It's hard to compare it to like their big classics from the era of like Stardust We Are and Flower Power and, and Space Revolver, which I truly adore and are just gems in their catalog. Um, but comparing it to kind of their more recent releases, I think it's right up there with the top material of their last like five albums or so. Um, Islands, I probably preferred if I'm really ranking their more recent albums. I, I've grown to really love Islands. But it took some time to grow into it, and maybe this will be kind of a similar situation where over time as I listen more and more to By Royal Decree, it may even surpass how I felt about Islands, because it's one of those style albums that builds upon future listening, and you get more into it as you listen more, and there's just little nuggets to uncover and to unpack, and that's what Flower Kings does so well. They have such eclectic music with different sounds and different styles that there's always something to unpack and uncover there's a, a lot there that you can really dial into and i appreciate that in my music it makes it better upon repeat listens that you know sometimes if an album is fairly simple and you kind of grasp it all at once you know it's not as fun to re-listen to because you feel like you kind of already have a great handle on it you already have these songs ingrained in your mind and there's not much more you can learn about the album from future listens but on an album like this there's just so much to unpack and uncover and because there's so much music there there's just a lot of time that needs to be invested to really get the most out of what what's on board on this album so once again great great album highly recommended I love the Flower Kings. If you love the Flower Kings, it's a no-brainer to pick this one up and listen. Um, it's really a fantastic album that I really am excited to continue listening to and will definitely place highly in my year-end album lists when they eventually come out. So, But still a lot of the year to go, so we'll see what contenders come out um, in the future here. So thank you guys so much for watching this review. Hopefully you guys appreciated my comments. Uh, please put your thoughts in the comments of what you felt about the album or about just Flower Kings in general. You know, do you feel like this holds up to their classic catalog? Um, and please just keep enjoying the music, whatever you guys are listening to out there. That's always my refrain on this channel. And please subscribe if you haven't yet. I do these reviews at least weekly and try to cover all the major prog albums. So if you're into prog, I hope that this is a good place for you to find recommendations and to get thoughts about these great albums. So thank you guys so much. Um, I really appreciate all the support and all the, the great comments and everything that everyone has done for my channel. So thank you guys and I'll catch you hopefully in another video. Bye.